Welcome back to Let's Talk Chatter That Matters. Thanks for joining us as we continue our discussion on domestic violence. Today's topic is how to help a loved one if they are in an abusive relationship. This may include creating a safety plan, getting legal help, educating them about the resources that are available, and providing them with strength and validation. We have all of our domestic violence case managers with us today who will be giving us a deeper look into the most effective ways to help someone through it all. So let's get right into it. Assalamu alaikum. Uh, we are continuing our discussions on domestic violence and how it affects our communities and individuals. Uh, many of us come across situations where we have loved ones or friends who are going through difficult um, situations at home, uh, often situations of domestic abuse or violence, but they're not ready yet to seek external help. What can we do to assist them? Right. One of the most important things that we as case managers do is to make a safety plan with somebody who is considering leaving a situation of abuse. Uh, what does a safety plan constitute? So one of the most important things um, to understand is that a lot of people don't have ready access to important documents, right? So if a situation comes in which they have to flee or leave their home in an emergency situation, they will not have things like their passports, um, you know, marriage certificates, educational certificates, children's birth certificates, school documents, all of those things. So it is important to plan ahead to have all these things in a safe and accessible place that is easy to take. If that is not possible, then the next best thing is to scan these documents and email them to yourself so you always have access to them. Um, that will really make things easier uh, if you decide to leave or if someone decides to leave. Another important thing is phone numbers, um, attorneys, social service organizations, emergency numbers. Uh, all of these need to be on your phone. Absolutely. And your phone must always be with you. Um, that if there are any trusted neighbors or friends uh, you if who are aware of the situation, uh, maybe a conversation with them that if there is, if they suspect that there is uh, any form of violence or sounds that are, you know, uh, worrisome that they can either intervene or call the police or, you know, some sort of conversation will, will go a long way in protecting your family. If there are any cash savings, make sure you have them in a safe, accessible place that you can take them. Um, jewelry, car keys, if possible, get a copy, phone. Um, some Sometimes we give um, our clients burner phones to use to contact with us because you know their phones are heavily uh, monitored by their partners. Um, so that's not a bad idea if that's possible um, to have one. Uh, Google Voice number is another option in which you have uh, you can conceal your identity and make calls um, with privacy. Um, and it is important sometimes to have a code if the situation is violent or is likely to turn very violent, you have a code with your friends or with your supporters, with your children, even if you're planning on fleeing. Uh, for example, in some states, uh, if you call 911 and say, I want to order a pizza, they know it's a domestic violence situation and um, the cops will check in. Right. Another important thing is to give some thought to where you are going to go if you leave. And I think that is something really important um, to think about. 
um also many individuals in our communities don't um, make it a point to save their passwords and logins for their bank accounts for their uh, you know government accounts um, all of that so it is very important that you either save have have them on your phone or have them on you at all times um i think anybody can help create a safety plan you don't really need professional help um you know your friends family all of us you know know somebody who might be in a difficult situation and we can help just by doing simple safety planning to ensure that they have um that they can flee a violent situation safely assalamu alaikum my name is jihan ganim and i'm a caseworker uh, here at anisa hope center um and another thing the community need to understand um, and I would like to address uh, today are the threats um, that refrain uh, um, often a lot of people that uh, want to seek help. 90% of my clients um, live under threats. Um, they are terrified to report an abuse to authorities um, or even seek help or support from organizations like us or even to a friend or a neighbor. Um, we hear threats every day um, from our clients and they fear um, to pick up a phone or share their story. And they live under these threats for many years. Um, threats can be like, if you report me, you will be homeless as you don't have an income. You will be deported as you, as you don't have a green card or you're not a citizen. Mm -hmm. Uh, you will use your kids. That's the one that we really hear often. And yeah. that's terrifying because no one wants to lose her, his or her kids. Mm -hmm. So you will lose your kids because I am the provider. Um, or you will go to jail. Uh, I will tell you, I will tell everyone you are crazy. So just please, please keep in mind um, these are threats. These are just words. They are myths um, that abusers use to threaten their victims. And knowledge is key in these cases. You have to know your rights. So it's do not let these threats, um, you know, intimidate you or uh, come in your way to seek help. There are laws. There are laws to protect you. There are laws out there to protect you. Even if you are undocumented, uh, whatever your financial situation is, there are laws out there to protect you. Organizations like us to advocate for you and provide you with resources. So do not, please, do not hesitate to reach for help because you are not alone. That's great, yeah. Jihad. That's really yeah, important. That's very important point. Especially like, the often, kids, right? Yeah. That's the yeah, one that is uh, the most yeah. powerful. Yeah. So yeah. They always use the kids. Um, Assalamu alaikum. Uh, so, yeah, and both of you mentioned very important points. Safety planning and... Um, you know, making people understand their rights, whether they're documented or undocumented is excellent, like really important. Another thing I would say is if somebody comes to you, you know, a loved one and they're not ready to seek help, it's really important that you don't judge them because it must have taken them so much courage to have to even 
tell somebody outside of themselves about their situation. And, you know, that point of contact is make or break for them because you don't know what it took for them to come and talk to you. So please, if someone does come and talk to you or if you go, don't, don't judge. Don't confuse our religion with culture. Don't give them religious, you know, that, oh, this is okay. And, you know, sabar it's karo, okay. Do sabar. Be patient. Yeah. It's, huh. it's, it's very important to understand that there's a difference between religion and culture. Some cultures might allow abuse because that's, you know, what, what has, what has been, been for practiced. centuries, what's yeah. been practiced. But that's not, that's not our religion. In our religion, no form of abuse is tolerated. That's period. We need to understand that. Another thing is don't blame them. Sometimes we don't even realize it and we start blaming the person. Oh, do you, what did you do to cause him to get angry? I know mothers that have said that to their daughters. Oh, what did you do to cause them to be angry? No, that's not what they want to hear right now. You know, that's, that's not, not even true. Yeah. So <laughs> many times it's like you have to understand that you're pushing them away. If they are suffering and they've come to you, do everything you can to make them feel welcome. Don't guilt trip them also. Oh, you what? You're going to leave. You're not what don't you think about your kids? Don't you care about your kids? Please understand that a toxic home in which there's constant abuse is much worse than leaving. If you have two separate homes that are, you know, better and they're more um, effective, it's much better. But what I want you to understand is it doesn't necessarily mean just because you're seeking help. And what we said last time, too, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're leaving. It could also mean that you're trying to build your home back up. We help with couples counseling. Our first job is marriage counseling. That's what we want to do. We want to try to bring the family together if it's in any way possible. If it's not, then yes, we empower the survivor. We empower the victim. We make sure that they're able to be self-sufficient. But our first thought process is that how can we try, if the woman wants or if the man wants, to bring them together? And one thing is very important. If both parties are ready to change, change does happen. Don't think that oh, it's impossible. Yeah, that no, people never change. that people never yeah. change. Change does happen. So, you know, encourage that too, that you know what? Yes, this is an abusive situation. And yes, this is happening. But, you know, is there a chance? that things could mm -hmm. work out, that we can get, that you can get professional help to make it work. Um, and again, as Razia said, please don't ask them to be patient. No, that's not the solution. You don't be patient and waste the time and make a situation so that it can't be saved. Yeah, you're just enabling the abuse. That yes, yeah. and we cannot, as a community, as a society, we can't enable abuse. Please, we have to make sure that we are there for that person that's come to us. Be that trusted source. And inshallah. So this is what, uh, so the, I mean, the important thing is uh, to be, uh, you know, interacting with someone that who is going through domestic violence or abuse or uh, some, uh, you know, undesirable situation. So the first and most important thing is to validate. Mm -hmm. So, you know, whoever is going through, it's not easy for them to acknowledge that. 
like if we think like if we go out and talk to our friend and just you know acknowledge that oh this is what has been going on with between me and my partner so this is a huge step so that's the first thing they need to that you need to validate that and validation can be done like you know it's not nothing you don't have to go far like to do anything it can be with your words and you just say like you know this is not your fault mm. and at the same time don't put all the blame on the other person is the action that is the thing that caused this situation and uh, other thing you want to hear if you are in this situation that you are not alone i'm here for you and i believe you so these are the things someone uh, you can comfort your loved one or your friend whoever it is and uh, yeah and right. i think this this kind of support community support support from friends support from family actually it it doesn't enable people to leave it just makes them you know stronger in their situation and often that leads to families staying together doing better you know the abuse ending because the 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 survivor of the abuse is able to stand up and put a stop to it validation is really important yeah so especially with, with the emotions like you yes. can tell them like you know the, your emotions are valid it's not something they are making up in their mind because yes. sometimes you know that happens like yeah. you know someone yeah. say oh no 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 it's your you know like vehem. because people feel am i crazy for yeah. feeling this way yeah. and sometimes when they come and tell you they want that validation then no you're not crazy yeah. and they're it's already okay. thinking they're already thinking that maybe i could have done something different even that is not the case in abusive situations most importantly <laughs> why don't you you just leave that is yeah. you know why didn't she just leave even after people leave after 10 years 12 years that's a question they get that why didn't you just leave nobody knows the entire situation yes. that is not a question yeah. to ask that, that is you know should be not something to ask and make sure that the other person understand that you are not judging that that mm-hmm. is very important and you know like once you see that they are at the level that they want to move a, forward then you can bring you know the resources like as we provide the help and everything and but there's a time when one person who's been going through all this can be ready and should be ready and let them know yeah. you know i have the res- we, i have resources that i can help you once you're ready to move forward yes we really you know? hope that this helps we really hope that uh, you know we are able to support each other as community as friends as family members uh, you know and if if anybody needs more information please check out our facebook page instagram uh, website uh, we have loads of information out there and okay. one more thing i i want to bring back the knowledge don't if you see red flags there are so many and i think there's another topic that we will cover uh, another day um the red flags i mean seek help be be uh, safe and ask you know ask for information yes. you have to know you have to know your rights don't be in the dark don't be isolated um you are a person um uh, you are smart and you're not alone so seek help seek knowledge and be prepared you know yeah. anytime you see uh, red flags yeah. and we are here for you we yes. are all thank here you for you so thank much. you so much bye if you are a loved one are in a domestic violence situation please remember that there is always help available and nessa's helpline is available 7 days a week give us a call at 8323249111 
Thank you for chatting with us today. Don't forget to subscribe and share our podcast. And tune in next week for your weekly dose of chatter that matters. See you next time.